Thanks for being with us today. Well, you've seen the shaming on social media, people trying to sell hand sanitizer or other cleaning supplies out of their vehicle. The general public not so pleased with that. So you probably would not be surprised by the results of a new poll done by Research Co. And President Mario Canseco joins me on the line to talk about the findings. Thanks so much for being with us. My pleasure, Jill. It's great to talk to you in an afternoon and not a morning. <laughs> I know you didn't have to get up super, super early and on a weekend to talk today. Oh, it was always a pleasure. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about these findings. I'm not surprised at all. I'm guessing you aren't overly surprised either. You were asking people about the punishment for people who take opportunities and try and take advantage of others during this pandemic. Yeah, it was quite interesting. I did expect a lot of Canadians to say that some of these behaviors uh, have to be dealt with with a fine. And that's exactly what we found on a couple of these instances. You know, 79% of Canadians saying we should impose monetary fines for those who bought items and we sold them at a higher price. And a slightly higher number, 84%, for imposing monetary fines on those who are offering bogus cures against the coronavirus. Uh, but when we asked about jail time, we also found majorities of Canadians who would endorse something like this. 56% authorizing jail time for those who bought items and resold them. And 74%, that's three out of four Canadians, wanting the same course of action for those who are offering bogus cures against this virus. So definitely Canadians not amused when it comes to the situation that we faced in some cities when it came to selling things at a higher price. And also with all of those uh, email offers that many of us have been receiving about ways to cure a virus, which goes against all of the regulations that we heard uh, from several levels of government and also from the WHO. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's even sad that the government has to bring in measures to uh, to tell people to stop doing this or to say that this is illegal. You can't do this, uh, particularly during a state of emergency. Uh, did you ask how much of a monetary fine or was it just in general people were in favor of imposing monetary fines? Um, it was just in general this time around. We wanted to get a sense of how Canadians would feel about something like this, uh, just as something that could be in the books. Now, the first province that actually authorized something like this was Newfoundland and Labrador back in March 18th. It, it seems like it was ages ago, but it was only just two weeks ago when they said we have to do something about these things. And one of the things that we could think about, particularly when it comes to those who are breaking curfew, would be a fine of up to $2,500 and a jail sentence of up to six months in jail. And, you know, at the time there was a reaction from some groups that said, well, maybe this is too much. Maybe this isn't something that we should be considering right now. Uh, but given the situation that we find ourselves now, uh, there's definitely a higher level of support when it comes to Canadians looking at some of these measures. You also asked uh, Canadians, you asked people if they would be in favor of fining people who broke the quarantine or who were told uh, for whatever rules uh, they, they had to go into isolation or go into quarantine. And people seem to be in support of that as well. Yes, uh, there's a high level of support uh, for imposing monetary fines for somebody who's supposed to not be outside. You know, we've had all of these messages from different levels of government asking people not to go out if they are coming in from another country, for instance. Now, when it comes to actually thinking jail time for this type of situation, the numbers shift very drastically. You know, 45 percent of Canadians saying that jail, uh, jail time would be OK for something like this. Forty five percent saying it wouldn't be. Uh, so, again, you know, it's a situation where there's a high level of concern about what is happening with a, a COVID-19 
in, but, but there's definitely more animosity towards other groups, not necessarily those who are breaking curfew. Absolutely. We were talking about this uh, earlier, uh, I forget what day, because all the days blend into each other right now, uh, <laughs> but with the mayor of New Westminster, or it was just yesterday, the mayor of New Westminster about the fact that that city has put in a, com- they call it a compliance line. I mean, basically it's a snitch line. It's a line for people to call in if they see somebody breaking the rules. But I think for some reason, when we're talking about a pandemic, people who maybe would never have thought of doing that to calling out their neighbors before, uh, people are taking this very seriously and we want to get through this as quickly as possible. So they're doing that. Well, it is uncharted territory. I think if we go back to the way we felt about many of these measures in other moments, uh, the numbers are not going to be uh, quite as high as what we see right now. But this is definitely something that is captivating the entire country. Uh, the level of uh, uh, of animosity towards those who are exposing themselves into a situation that could be detrimental to the communities is definitely higher. And I think this is one of those reasons for uh, the level of support for something like what is happening right now in New West uh, uh, to be as high as it is. I mean, people are um, essentially paying attention not only because of themselves, but also because of their own community, which makes this completely different from other uh, so-called niche lines, if you will, that we've seen in the past. I know you often ask people based on how they voted or what age group they fall into. Did you ask that in this case? Yeah, we definitely did. The numbers are quite interesting because we don't see a lot of changes from specific uh, age groups to another. Uh, uh, It's, uh, you know, for instance, when we're looking at the situation related to imposing monetary fines for those who bought and resold items, uh, the level is essentially highest with those over 55 at 86 percent, but it's 78 percent for those who are age 35 to 54 and 72% for those who are aged 18 to 34. So there's not a lot of uh, change in the way specific groups feel about things. Uh, One of the things that was quite eye-catching is when you're looking into the numbers on a regional basis, uh, Alberta tends to be at one of the highest levels of support for this. So definitely more people in Alberta thinking that we should lay down the law when it comes to this type of, of situation. Hmm, interesting. Uh, th- yeah, and I wonder why that is. Or there, So in Alberta, the more, more support for, for jail time and for monetary fines. Yes, uh, more than anywhere else in the country, it, which was uh, quite interesting. Now, mind you, we still have a majority of residents everywhere else saying that they would like to see something like this happen. But if you're looking at this from a pseudo-libertarian standpoint, uh, Ontario is one of the places where this is happening, albeit at a lower level. All right. Very interesting findings. Uh, We will leave it there. Mario, thank you once again so much. My pleasure, Jill. Anytime. All right. Mario Conseco is the president of Research Co. Let's turn it over to you. When we come back after a short break, I want to hear from you on this. Are you in the 84% who are in favor of monetary fines for anybody who might offer a bogus cure against the coronavirus? The 79% who are in favor of imposing fines for people who have bought items and then are trying to resell them at a higher price? 